0: Welcome to Crosspoint. 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 Crosspoint, an interactive program featuring ministers and leaders of the Christian community addressing the issues that are challenging the church today. Here's your host, Mark Taylor.
1: Is it possible that there's an exit blueprint that lays behind the events unfolding now in our world? that tells the Christians how to prevail. Welcome to today's edition of Crosspoint. I'm Mark Taylor. My guest today is best-selling author and sought-out speaker, Jonathan Kahn. Well, welcome back to Crosspoint here. we got Jonathan Kahn with us today. And ever since we interviewed you the first time, Jonathan, with the Harbinger and all the other books you've done in between, you've uh, come up with this newest book, The Josiah Manifesto. And a very interesting book. I'm looking at chapter one of it. And uh, you talk about the other books that you've written, uh, The Darkness and the Progression of the Consequences of Its Judgment, and you said, and there is a template that holds the keys and provides a guide as to how to live and prevail in the light of the present and the coming darkness. More than ever, you said, I've written this Josiah Manifesto, which will reveal in detail and clarity the answer to the template and that guide. So, and I know the story of Josiah and stuff, and I guess this kind of follows along that line. Is that correct?
2: Well, the book is, I would put it this way, what if uh, if the Lord was showing us, revealing where we are prophetically, what's coming, uh, how to get ready, how to be prepared? Um, what if there was an ancient template that actually was so specific, it gives the exact days of when things have happened or will happen? Um, and I mean, you know, down to, the, in some cases, even down to the exact hours, everything we just went through, I mean, from COVID to the overturning of Roe versus Wade to where we are. And so this is, a, you know, this is the opening up of the mysteries of where we are. But then what's what's new, different, or I would say what's different from the other books, rather, is that, is that there's an answer and that the template actually gives us, an answer you know about what to do how to in the days ahead even the end times how to prevail how to survive how to overcome how to you know how to how to protect your family you know what do you do and that's where the template of josiah comes up because it all all the mysteries that we've been living through all end up pointing to him and to the moment we're at, so and that comes at the end. The last hundred pages of the Josiah Manifesto is the gu- the end the guide for the end times. You know, the first part are all the the mysteries that all lead to it. So that's that's a quick nutshell.
1: Well, speaking of the mysteries, you chapter seven, it's called the Fall of the Kings, and you say the marker of the times, the way it kind of starts out there, and you talk about the ancient shofar mark the holy days and beginning of the months, reign of the kings, and. You know then you bring up Cuba and Fidel Castro uh you talk about ancient the ancient role of marker the marker of times. you talk about freedom and opportunities, the windows of opportunities. How does uh, Cuba and Fidel Castro play into this
2: <laughs> yeah that yeah the the manifesto was really taking you on a you know prophetic. mystery tour. And it begins on the island of Cuba. I was asked to go down to Cuba and to minister because Fidel Castro was opening up the island for one month for religious freedom. So he's allowing the Christians to meet across the island, have events, public events, first time since the revolution, event throughout the island on this journey, one month, ending in Revolution Square. And the thing is that, so they called me down, the Christians called me to Open it up, and so I did. And with the sounding of the shofar, and I was led throughout the journey to speak about the jubilee and the, to the the time of freedom and restoration. Actually, it was a very dangerous message to, to speak in communist Cuba. But the thing is that that at the end, it all it all culminated in Re- Havana, Revolution Square, and Fidel Castro shows up for that last event. And during that last event, I'm invited to go to his palace the presidential palace of fidel castro i really was prepared because someone told me and it could only have been by the spirit of god that that was going to happen so when i came there i brought three things to give to fidel castro and one was a bible which were banned at the time the second Was a prophetic uh, or a vessel, uh, an instrument which is the shofar, linked to the jubilee. Actually, had a scripture inscribed on it for Fidel Castro. And the third was a was a sheet of paper where I wrote down a word for him, all about linked to the jubilee. Now, now, Mark, it turned out that what I gave him gave him gave the exact amount of time before his reign would end. We he would be he would be forced out of power. That gave him, and it was all linked to the Jubilee. It, it, would, actually, it would actually give the year that his reign would end, the, the month, the week, the day, and even the hour it would end. It was all linked to Leviticus, the, the, the mystery of the Jubilee. And the thing is, that's just the beginning of the mystery. The mystery is actually going to affect all of us, because this mystery has, has actually manifested in America and it has affected us with everything from COVID to everything that happened in the last three years, every single thing in the exact times. It's amazing. And that that's the next mystery, which which I call it in the book, I call it the winds of Hinnom.
1: Talking about that, that's where I'm at right now. And that, uh, I believe, is called the third part of the book there. You mentioned a great plague uh, there as you're kind of wrapping yeah. up there on page 39 uh, before you go into uh, chapter 10 there, you know, you see something like that, and yeah. that we all, all you know, quickly think about COVID, because to me, COVID was a plague, yeah. was it not?
2: It, well, absolutely. Biblically, there's no question it was. And the thing is that now this brings this mystery together with the prophet Jeremiah, because Jeremiah... He stood over the Valley of Hinnom, where the where the Israelites are offering up, up their children as sacrifices when they turn away from God. And he says, because of what you did, judgment's coming to you. If you take life, life's going to be taken. And one of the ways he says it's going to be taken is in the form of, in, in Hebrew, the, the words are, which literally means a great plague or a mass plague. Con- contagion or pandemic. So so now, so so there's a link between the, the what the nation does to its children and this thing that happens. So the question is, America has offered up its own children. And when did it begin doing that? It began doing that in 1970. You know, Roe vs. Wade came three years later, but it began, abortion portion demand began in 1970 in America. Well, When is the 50th year? Because the other thing is the jubilee. The jubilee is the 50th year. And that is when everything gets reversed. Everything gets undone. And that can be good if you lost your land. But if you took something that didn't belong to you, it's taken from you in the year of jubilee. So what comes out to the year of jubilee and abortion of abortion America is 2020. Anything happen? 2020 is the year that the great plague comes on America. We took life in 1970. And now life is taken, and and you know there's there's so many things here, Mark. You know, one thing is that the you know abortion is a sin of the you know the old against the old you know against the youngest. You know, well this the COVID was the opposite. It 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 had a strange property where it spared the youngest and struck the oldest. The same generation that that brought abortion abortion to America. And the other thing is that that it gets real specific because you know the exact. The, the day that uh, that America turned toward abortion, the, the seminal day, was January 20th, 1970. That's when the bill that would legalize abortion makes its entrance, pre- is presented, in the New York legislature is going to ultimately lead to Roe v. Wade. Well, what happens if you go forward January 20th and you go forward 50 years? Takes it to January 20th, 2020. Anything happen? January 20th, 2020 is the exact day that the plague officially enters American soil. Fifty years to the day that abortion entered American soil.
1: And, well, these things aren't coincidences. These are things that God's orchestrating. You do mention this, you know, here in the book, Chapter 14, The America Gehenna, you talk about uh, there's only one possible place any of this could happen, and that's New York. And that... Yeah, kind of represents that ancient valley.
2: Yeah, well, well, the thing is that it wasn't. It's not only a mystery of time; it's a mystery of space. And that is that you know Jeremiah says that the the plague or the judgment is going to come back to the place where you killed the children, and so it goes the way. So it's the Valley of Hinnom. But so does America have a Valley of Hinnom? The answer is yes, and it is New York. New York is not only where where abortion entered to touch the entire continent uh, began, but also. Is the abortion capital of America? More children have been killed in New York for abortion than any other place in America. So notice what happens, Mark. When the when this plague comes to America, it stri- it strikes specifically New-, New York. It focuses all on New York. And so, so at the very very moment when America becomes the center of the plague, New York becomes the center of the plague in America. The thing is that at that moment. One out of every two cases in America is happening in New York. And then on April 10th, in 2020, New York passes a dark milestone where there are more people being struck by COVID in New York. Little New York than any other nation in the world, including China. And if you go back 50 years from that, it takes you to April 10th, 1970. Anything happened? April 10th, 1970 is the day that New York legalizes abortion. And the other thing, Mark is that is that during this time and scientists just discovered it is that is that the is that the virus uh, if you had covid most likely it came through new york the majority of cases came through new york um so if you had covid the the virus actually bore the markers of the gate where we killed our children
1: yeah Now, you point out in this book a lot of different coincidences. I'm looking at one just interesting here on page 74, the 22 and 14 years. And it's the story about Hillary Clinton and her time on the national stage. And you talk about the time she spent with her husband as president, then as senator and secretary of state and then you say that it's the prototype of the former lady uh, first lady of israel who was jeru defeated on the national stage and it was the same amount of time this stuff just can't be coincidence uh, we are following a plan and a, and this is what the book's telling us there's a plan and it's laid out just pay attention and this is what the book's done is trying to open up people's eyes to see hey follow the plan see what it is there's a,
2: there's a there's a plan, and there's a mystery behind all these things, and and you know the we're we're really replaying it, and so if you want to know where it where it ends, you got to look at you got to know the thing, and it's not only it's a mystery that affects everything even our leaders you know every when you look at the last leaders of America um, up, you know they all are following this ancient pattern or prototype in the Bible and where there's an ancient leader that re, that reveals what you need to know about the leaders in America even Donald Trump and yes you said Hillary Clinton who followed the, the template and it's not that she knew what she was doing but she's following the template of Jezebel and Jezebel was actually for child sacrifice and so Hillary Clinton was the the. He, you know, of in child sacrifice of abortion in America, but also, you know, Hillary Clinton, as you said, you know, she was on the national stage with her husband for 22 years. He, from the time he was governor to the end of his presidency, but after that, she was in she was in public office for 12 years, and then she ran for president for two years. So 14 years on her own after her her husband. Well, the ancient queen Jezebel was on the national stage for with her husband Ahab for 22 years. On her own 14 years and it ended with her showdown with a man called jehu well jehu happens to be the prototype of the man donald trump and jehu you know was wild he was unpredictable he never knew he was going to say next so was so was trump jehu made an alliance for the religious conservatives of his land so did donald trump jehu could not come to power until he first had a showdown with the nation's former first lady. And that former, first, and and so same with Donald Trump. And so all, all the polls were saying Hillary Clinton would win, but the ancient mystery of the paradigm said that that, The one who walks in the footsteps of Jehu, Trump, is going to win. And this is, the thing, Mark, is this. I began opening up that mystery a few years ago. Well, it's all coming true since. And that's why in the Design Manifesto, it it continues what has happened since. It's still unfolding. Even even January 6th is part of the mystery, an ancient mystery.
1: Well, we're going to have to find out some more about that. But uh, before we get into that here and go into our next uh, segment, uh, Jonathan, you've written a lot of books. We've talked to you about every one of the books that you have written, and then the latest one out, uh, the Josiah Manifesto. I know you do a lot of things uh, through your church, and you have ministry outreaches that you do. Tell people how they can find out more about this book, maybe more about your ministry in general.
2: To get the the Josiah Manifesto, um, it's literally available everywhere. I mean, online right now with Amazon and any other place you get books online, it's there. Um, Also, Walmart has had it, Barnes & Noble has it. So, you know, but I I pray people get it not just for yourself, get it for people in your life who need to be saved, because you can't argue with this stuff. And also people in your life who maybe know the Lord, but they're not ready for what's coming, and whether we're giving it as a gift or whatever the thing is, but it's everywhere. To get it, just the ministry that I lead is is Hope of the World, and they give out uh, prophetic updates and free... uh, uh, you know, mystery CDs And you would be very blessed All you have to remember is Hope of the World And if you go online, just go just go online to hopeoftheworld.org And you, put, you just click it And you'll get the free gifts And you'll get everything else But that's the ministry to bring the gospel to the world Also, all my teachings are there as well And if you guys are ever in the Northeast The congregation I lead is called Beth Israel at the Jerusalem Center And that's about 20 minutes outside of New York City In, in, in Wayne, New Jersey
1: Alright, well folks, stay with us And we're going to be back with more right after this
3: God's Word speaks truth, God's work speaks life, and God's Word speaks to us today. Hi, I'm Pastor John Marons of the Gramby Christian Church. Each week we explore God's Word together on In the Shadow of Your Wings, a radio broadcast on KMEO. Tune in each Saturday at 6.45 p.m. to hear the show. If you ever miss it, you can always view the archive online at kneo.org. We also have the program available as a podcast as well, so you can listen anytime anywhere. It's available from Skyhigh podcast network. I invite you to check out the show and learn more about our incredible God and how He cares for you. You can trust Him. You can depend on Him, and you can rest in the shadow of His wings.
1: This is Mark Taylor. If you miss a broadcast of Crosspoint, you can always go to our website at www.kneo.org and click on the programs page. There you can access the current Crosspoint program, as well as the last four programs that have been aired. Never miss another Crosspoint program again. Go to www.kneo.org today. Welcome back to Crosspoint, talking today with Jonathan Kahn about the Josiah Manifesto. And Jonathan, as we went out of the last segment, you just touched on the January 6th event. Are you actually telling me that there's something that lies behind what happened on January 6th that has to do with this Josiah Manifesto that actually has to do with the plan God's working out?
2: Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. And the you know, thing is, there we said Jehu, well, Trump, the mystery behind Jehu, or Trump is Jehu. We may even see what's going to happen in the election from the mystery that's in the book. Now, the thing is, this this already came true after I started speaking about it. And the thing is that... that At one point, Jehu calls for people to gather together in the national, in the capital city. Well, Trump does that on January 6th. The people of Jehu, in this template, in the Bible, they surround a great capital building. And so the people of Trump are around the capital building. In the ancient template, in that great capital building or temple, there are actually proceedings going on. Well, same, same on January 6th. In Jehu, in the template, the people of Jehu, at one point, enter and storm the great Capitol building. So the people of Trump, or, you know, not the majority, but some of them storm the Capitol building. Now, this is not to, you know, condone or condemn or anything. This is simply to reveal. Now, the thing is, there's a mystery at work. Now, there's so much to this, but I'll tell you one thing here. At the end of that week, the Capitol police... Arrested, you know they, they they arrested everybody on site they could on site uh, involved in the you know and you know the the storming of yeah. the capital and they announced the number it was a headline made headlines it said that we it says eighty people Capitol police announces eighty people okay if you go to the book of kings there's a Hebrew uh, phrase that says shmonim ish and that speaks of the people who stormed the the capital building or temple in the time of Jehu. Translated into English, it's 80 people, the exact same number. This this all, there's so much to this, like we can't get into it. But it was significant what happened. There's a biblical mystery behind it. And it was even a mystery linked to the god Baal, and that what really is leading our government now and our culture is the spirit of Baal.
1: Boy, there's no doubt about what we're seeing, yeah. It's definitely demonic, uh, what's yeah. coming out up there. We have a tremendous demonic presence uh, in our capital. There, There's no doubt about that. You know, page or chapter 20 of the book, 28 actually, uh, it's the mystery of the days. But you just say a yeah. word there that, that I look at, you know, and you talk about the crucial years of 2020 and the plague and lockdown, all that. But you just say the word, the appointed times. Yeah. The appointed times. These yeah. actually, we think these things are just happening because they're happening. But these are appointed times by God, is what you're saying.
2: The word for appointed times in in Hebrew is moed moedim. And in Leviticus twenty three, God gives his Moedim or his appointed times. And he you know, and he and the thing is that there's always there's a reason behind everything. And the thing is that with this, um, in Leviticus twenty three, um, he gives the holy days of Israel or the appointed days. And the amazing thing, Mark, is that is that when you look at what happened, all the shakings of America behind every single one of them is one of these appointed times. And that only not not only foreshadows what would happen, but when exactly it would happen. I'll give you an example. The first of the appointed times is Passover. Now, Passover is unique because it's the only holy day that's linked to a plague. I mean, the only, only thing about that. A plague. Not just a plague, but it was Passover. God said, go in your houses and stay there because there's a plague passing through the land. That, that was the first recorded national lockdown in world history. And so you got Passover, you got a plague, and you got a lockdown. And so the thing is that, so when does Passover come? Passover comes in March, April. Well, March, April is exactly, when it came, it was exactly when we were at the peak of the lockdowns. We were all locked down in our houses and because of cause of this plague. And the thing is that Jewish people are actually celebrating Passover, talking about when they were locked down in Egypt in their houses because a plague was passing through the land, and they're actually locked down on their houses, there was actual plague passing through the land. This is really the first time in world history since Passover. And it's like, and, and in, the whole world is like brought being brought into the mystery of Passover. And I mean, it's amazing, I mean, and, and, and people didn't realize it. And it was on Passover, you know. But that's, that's the first. Then the next like celebration or festival of the Lord it's called Shavuot in Greek. That's we know it as Pentecost. Pentecost is actually a Jewish holy day. And the thing is, what 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 is it about Pentecost? Well Pentecost is the day of course when, you know, the the fire of God comes down, the tongues of fire appear and the, the baptism of the fire, the fire of the Spirit comes on the people. Day of fire. Well, as it approaches the day of Pentecost Shavuot, as it approaches on the Hebrew calendar, all of a sudden a fire comes upon The land not a good fire it's a fire that that lights up the cities of america and will keep on lighting them up throughout the entire summer it all begins when when, you know shavuot or pentecost began for the jewish people when they began lighting their candles um uh, the 28th of may that's when shavuot begins which is also pentecost well on that very night is when the fire explodes on america that's when it, everything goes up in flames. So literally on the day of fire, and and one other one that I that I open up in the book is that you know then you have the summer and you had a whole summer of rage and fire, but then you have you you have you have the next holy day and that's called that's the feast of trumpets. Now the feast of trumpets is also called by the Jewish people Yom HaDin. Yom HaDin means the day of judgment, and the reason is that it's a shadow of the day of judgment, and so people. Jewish people look at it, and they see the judge, God of the universe, the judge, j- passing judgment on that day, and so, or at that, in that season. So they, they say, well, this is the time you've got to get right with God. You better, better repent. You know, it's a time of repentance. Turn away from your evil. Well, that's what ha- It's all about the high court of God. Well, on the, as the day of, of this holy day approaches, this day of the high court, all of a sudden, America's high court is struck. And the thing is, the Jewish people believe that you know God ordains on that day who will pass from the earth. Well, what happens is one of the Supreme Court justices of the Supreme Court passes from the earth on that day. It's Judge Ginsburg. Passes from the earth on that day. It's kind of like saying God is saying, you know, hey, you have your high court, but I have a higher court. And you, you might have high, you know, supreme judges, but I'm the supreme judge. And I can overturn the verdicts of that. Now, think about it. It was... It was the Supreme Court that, that legalized uh, Roe v. Wade, abortion throughout the land. So it was the sin of the Supreme Court. But on, on that day of Trump, is the day that you begin repenting of your sin. Well, that very day, the, the, the judge who passed from the earth, Judge Ginsburg, was radically pro-abortion. If, if that had not happened on that day, if that had not happened... Roe versus Wade would never have been overturned. It was only because she passed from the earth on the Feast of Trumpets, they have repented, that America could turn from its sin.
1: Yeah, and you talk about that in chapter thirty-seven. Well, in other places there of the book, the Child in the Nile, and uh, the President's Day of all, and you, you really say that that's the most crucial acts of President Trump's presidency. Do you, did you not that you say that was? Oh yeah, that's the most uh, crucial oh, yeah. acts.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah, well, if you had to take, you know, something else, yeah, yeah, I would say on one hand, recognizing Jerusalem after 2000, years, and the overturning of Roe versus Wade. Yeah, see, one of the, the mysteries in the template, Mark, is that Jehu actually overturned the Temple of Baal, where they were offering up their children. So the, the prophecy of this that came true after I wrote the, the original book is that... Is that Trump, who's walking in Jay, whose footsteps, is going to be the one to overturn America's temple of Bail, which is Roe v.ersus Wade, through which we killed sixty million children. So he is actually he he's going to do it by appointing three Supreme Court justices, and it's the last one that's the most crucial because Roe v.ersus Wade was over only overturned by one one vote and that one vote was the last one he got in which was amy barrett now amy barrett there is a mystery you, you alluded to it the child of the nile that you know there's a mystery in the bible that when you look back at moses the first killing of babies happened in egypt that we know of and yet god used one of those babies who was supposed to be killed but Egypt just wanted dead in the nile he ends up surviving in the nile he ends up becoming a prince and he ends up rising up and overturning the very powers and system that was going to try to kill him in his generation. So the question is, does America have its own child of the Nile, A, a baby born in the midst of that initial slaughter, but who survives, and who grows up to overturn the very thing that was going to kill her? And the answer is yes. And and America's child of denial is Amy Barrett. She was born in the days of that first slaughter, though that crucial period uh, from the beginning, from night, from the beginning of abortion to Roe v.ersus Wade. In fact, when she was born, Roe v.ersus Wade was in the Supreme Court, um, and it was going to be heard. And so she would grow up. She's the first Supreme Court justice. She would grow up to go to the Supreme Court, first Supreme Court justice to be born when it was legal to kill her. And so she would be the one to cast the vote to overturn Roe Wade. And the thing about it is that she would do so in her 50th year, her year of jubilee, she would overturn it. And so and there's an amazing thing about this because that there was a day that is appointed on the Hebrew calendar. There's, it's kind of the next day after, I mean, the next holy day after trumpets, and it's called the Day of Turning, or or Shuvah. And and it's called, the, it's the Day of the Return. And now, I don't know if you, you knew this, Mark, but in the midst of that year of shaking, I was led with uh, with others to call for a National Day of Prayer and Repentance and and a gathering of repentance on the National Mall called The Return. And there was tens of thousands of Christians were gathered on the National And it turns out, we didn't realize it. We're having the, the Day of the Return on the bill. Typical day of the Return, and we didn't realize it. On that same day, Trump uh, chooses that day... To, uh, to nominate Amy Barrett to set in motion the overturning of Roe vs. Wade on the day of turning and repentance. So literally and the other thing Mark is you know, there's, a, there's a shofar. The shofar is the sound of God's power. And so at 5 o'clock on that day in the National Mall I'm led to seal all the prayers with the sounding of the shofar. So we had about six guys up there sounding. I said, I said listen we seal it all now. Let the power of God go forth to the world. And I said go and they sound the shofars at that at the, as we're doing that trump is standing on the, on the on the white house lawn with amy barrett he opens his mouth and sets in motion the overturning of roe versus Wade. he we he did so at five o'clock four minutes and 33 seconds the shofar sounded i said go at the national mall at five o'clock four minutes 33 seconds the exact same second roe versus Wade began, the overturning of Wade began on with the sound of God's power, the sound of Jericho, in the year of jubilee of abortion, on the day of turning, I mean, you, nobody could put this together. Uh,
1: another thing that nobody could put together is none of this. It has to be God. Uh, chapter 42, the vision, and you talk about after the return of, you know, that you said, I begin to pray for the next book to write led you to the mystery originating with the ancient gods concerning the powers of spirits in the Bible that you talked about laid behind them. And you said, I wrote of the ancient warning given against opening the doors to their return. And this is what's happened. The doors, with our current administration especially, have opened the door – to the return of these gods that are causing the ha- havoc and chaos in our country, are they not?
2: You know, this is The Return of the Gods, which is the last book I wrote before the Josiah Manifesto. And the thing is that that is revealing that the very same spirits or gods that they worshipped in ancient times that took over, you know, the ancient culture that, w- that was driven out by the gospel when America. Began turning away from God, and the warning that Jesus gave is: If you turn away from God, if you've been cleansed and delivered, you, you know, I'm talking about a nation now. Those same gods or spirits that that you drove out, that the gospel drove out, are going to come back in, and when they come back in, they're going to come back worse. And so this is where we are. I mean, and, and actually, the return of the gods. I name the gods. I name these specific gods, and you can see how they're specifically taking over our culture. Well, uh, you know the day that i finished the the return of the gods something happened because you know you know i spoke about the gods i spoke about the altars well there is you know what is the 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 most colossal altar we have in america it was roe versus wade because an altar is what you sacrifice on we sacrificed over 60 million children on that altar well on the day that i finished the return of the gods the very day that day roe versus wade was Overturned, broken. The altar of the gods was broken. And it was that very day, Mark, that God basically said, okay, now here is your next book. You need to write a book that's not only going to open up these mysteries that are happening, that my people are living through, but you're going to give them the answer, because the mystery is going to give the answer. And that is all linked to the sign of the broken altar.
1: All right. Now, again, uh, before we go to the next segment, tell people how they can find out more about the Josiah Manifesto and other stuff you've done as well.
2: Yeah, the Josiah Manifesto is literally available. You can get it everywhere, wherever you get books. You can get it. It's online. Amazon has it right now. The main thing is to get it, not just for yourself. Get it for people in your life who need to be saved, and because they, they can't argue with this stuff, and, or need to, and those who need to be woken up. Maybe they're, they're, they know God, but they're not ready for what's coming. This is about to be prepared for everything that's coming, so it's literally everywhere. So I've, and also, all my books. You mentioned the Return of the Gods. Literally everywhere, you can get it. Um, and also, the um, you know, to get in touch with the ministry. The ministry is called Hope of the World, and literally, we will they'll send you prophetic updates. Uh, they'll send you. Uh, CDs and mysteries for free you'll be very blessed it gets the gospel out across the world just remember Hope of the World just go to hopeoftheworld.org and you click you click it and you'll get the gifts. it's hopeoftheworld.org and of course I'm also on everywhere you know like on YouTube John like on YouTube and uh, you know all that Facebook I'm, I don't even know how it works but, I'm, but I'm, I'm putting messages on there all the time
1: well folks stay with us and we'll be back with more in just a moment are you walking in everything God has for you Hi, I'm Pastor Gary Culp, and I'd like to invite you to check out the Exceedingly Abundant Ministries podcast, available from the Sky High Podcast Network. This 30-minute weekly Bible study will give you time to grow spiritually and get to know God and His Word on a deeper level. God has more in store for you than you ever realized. Listen to Exceedingly Abundant Ministries today and learn about how God can do more with your life than you ever imagined.
0: At just the right time. It just
3: fits into what is happening in your life that day. Just
0: when you need it most. Thanks for making us a part of your day. 91.7
1: The Word. Thanks for joining us today here on Crosspoint. We're having a good discussion with Jonathan Kahn about the Josiah Manifesto, his latest book that's out. And, uh, you know, I'm looking at Chapter 47, The Age of Apostasy, And you talk about we live in an inverted uh, civilization, as was ancient Israel. American civilization was uh, uh, dedicated from its inception to the purposes of God, but it did as ancient Israel, and it likewise fallen from God of its foundation. And American civilization now exists in a state of spiritual. Well, it just goes on here, the American president wars against God we are following the path that Israel took as Americans. Does it not seem that way?
2: Yeah, that's one of the things that you see throughout the, throughout the, the mysteries that I've been led to write of or open up, and that is that, that all these things that were happening, replaying in the last days of Israel, the last days before judgment are now replaying in America, are manifesting from the harbinger to the paradigm to, you know, to the uh, to the return of the gods to the Josiah Manifesto. So that that's a real warning. And the thing is, that, you know, this, what happened with the overturning of Rover's Way, which is the hand of God, but it was a biblical sign that most people missed. The biblical sign is that what the broken altar that appears throughout the Bible, you know, when in, in ancient times, the sign of revival wasn't a gospel crusade, meeting, which is great, but it was the sign of the broken altar. When the altar was broken, it meant they were they were turning away from the gods and idols and turning back to God. So this is also more than anyone else the sign of the of the broken altar in the Bible points to the man named Josiah. Now Josiah his very birth was foretold over the sign of the broken altar. I mean, you know, hundreds of years before he was born. And then when he was then when he rose to power when God raised him up, he served the Lord with all his heart and he struck down the altars of the gods. And so What it's saying is, what has happened, appeared in America is the sign, not only of the broken altar, but it's the sign of Josiah. And that means we are standing now at the Josiah moment. And that is that when a nation that once knew God has turned away from God and now is in danger of the verge of judgment. That's one hand. That's one side. But the other side is, with Josiah, the Josiah moment is God gave the nation of Israel one last chance to come back, and that was to turn back and have revival. And that is exactly where we are right now. On one hand, judgment. On the other hand, revival. Last chance. What will it be? Which will it be? Will it be judgment or revival? And the thing is that, and can there be revival even if there is judgment? And that is where it opens up the answer the mystery so the last part of the Josiah manifesto is the guide for the end times it's the actual you know specific practical guide. what do, what are the secrets what how did Josiah you know overcome because Josiah lived in a time when you know a nation was apostate it was following uh, it was following the the gods of the world it was offering up their it's babies it was it was they, they were promoting sexual immorality they were promoting gender confusion you know they were persecuting God's people well it's back we're at the where is in the days of Josiah so what's the answer well Josiah has the antidote has the secret what were what was the, the Josiah's strategy what what were the strategy what were the ways what were the powers he had well that is what the last part reveals because all these mysteries are coming together to um, to, to give a key to unlock this the answer and the answer is, is how to stand, how to prevail in the days ahead, how to survive, how to, how to protect your family, your children. How to, what do you do You know when, when, the, when the culture tells you or the government tells you, you're going to bow down to this or you're going you're gonna, to oh, go against God? What do you do? That is wh- what the Josiah Manifesto is going to reveal.
1: You know, Jonathan, when I seen the book and I have seen the title of it, uh, automatic, automatically I went to who Josiah was and I knew he was the last good king they had uh, before the nation completely fell apart. That, you know, got a hold of my attention because I, you know, as I read the Bible and I've read it several times and as I read along, I'm always thinking, boy, this sounds just like what's happening with Israel, it's happening with America. They seem to be closely related in these things. And I know that if we do get a Josiah in some form, that will step into america and help america i still know that there's a time when that will pass and then that will be that and i thought man we better get our house in order if this is god's telling us i'm going to give you one last shot at this to raise up somebody to change some of this stuff and uh, i think this book really makes it clear you know it's do or die now (laughs) i don't know but it sure seems to be that way uh yeah
0: Yeah
2: yeah yeah absolutely yeah I mean I mean it's critical you know it's like the grays are disappearing you know it's Rush. black and white now you know exactly. And so yes it's do, do or die it's revival is or judgment without revival there's no hope for America without turning back there's no hope for America and that's the only hope and so the thing is you know but it's not only dependent on you know like as you said you know a man a Josiah because we're all called to be Josiah's you know yes. that's the other part because Josiah listen here's the other thing when you look at it Josiah you know because of what he did, God actually held back the judgment you know for the entire time of his life held back the judgment you know for that entire time and only when he died did judgment come but then it was destruction now the thing is because we don't know how, how much that revival you know he brought revival but we don't know how much the people changed permanently but we have to change you know you know the thing is that we we have to pray for revival as never before, but we also have to start living in revival yeah. we have to start acting in revival we have to start Going on fire because if we do that in our lives, then revival begins. You know, so we have, to, and so that's why all these keys are there. You know, we've been warned. You know, Mark, as you, you know, we we have, you know, we can't say we haven't been warned. We all the signs, and this is from the Harbinger down to the Design Manifesto. They're all manifesting. I mean, literally manifesting before our eyes. You know, and in exact places, exact times. And so we have no excuse. We have, and you know, at the same time. You know there is hope you know i've never written a book with so much of the answer as the design manifesto and so it, it's all those things you know everything from how do you separate from the darkness because you got to do that you can't be a light unless you separate from the darkness you know what are the powers that god has given you you know to rise up at this moment you know and, and if the dark is getting darker you know what did josiah do he in the dark was getting radical, he became, it became more radical for God. We have to get more radical for God. You know, there's only one answer to radical darkness. That's radical goodness and godliness, you know. This is the hour to go all out for God, you know. And Josiah broke down the altars of the gods, but not just in the culture. He did it in his own life, because, you know, in the temple they had altars, and in the palace they had altars. So we got to get, if there's anything in our life that is not of God, we've got to break that down, that altar, so we can be used powerfully for God. And the other thing is that i don't we probably won't have time to go go into it but at the end of the book there's something called the last mystery where actually god manifested the end times his end time plan in time and space you know and there is there is hope no matter what's going on in the world the calling of god on our lives does not change does not weaken does not fade we still are to be the light of this world
1: yeah, and, and I'm looking at that. I was looking at chapter 54, the last mystery, as, as you were talking. In a part of that there, uh, you mentioned the Spirit of God ushers in the book of Acts. Uh, and you also say it's not only the church and every believer must return to their own first states, to the book of Acts, but the end time pouring is even more. So there's a chance here for a great end time a point out of a spiritual area's right to where we would see many people saved and some of these people's lives turned around. There's this wonderful possibility here uh, in all of this you're talking about.
2: Oh yeah, and and I would say even more. I agree more than a, even more than a possibility in that the sense that that he promises it. He says, "I will pour out my spirit on all flesh." And this is part of the last mystery. And what actually was revealed in time and space actually it actually goes back to the beginning, the island of Cuba that that night when it all began. There was actually a revelation of this, and so yeah, it's going to happen because God says it. You know, He promises, but. Whether, is it going to happen for America and is it going to happen before America before judgment comes that's the big thing we have to be seeking it and we have to be praying for it and we have to be seeking to live in it and and the thing is remember you know one of the mysteries I, I speak about is at the end everything goes back to the beginning and the thing is that the beginning of the age is the book of Acts so you know the world is going back to where it was the beginning which is pagan but we so we back to where we were at the beginning, which is the book of Acts, to live as if we were actually living in the book of Acts, because in a sense it never ended, and we are.
1: Well, in this book, The Josiah Manifesto, I know that you're pointing out that America is headed for calamity if something doesn't change, and there's the great hope that we have in the way God has answered his people's prayers in the past, uh, that he would answer them again uh, in what we're seeing happening now. I remember also, Jonathan, when New York passed that terrible bill on abortion of taking the child's life and you went on with the special message and uh, you know you could watch it there on YouTube yes, you kind of warned New right. York you said well, New York's done it now you know they're going to pay the consequences for this and look at the shape they've been in for the last several wow. years of doing that and then I remember when the gates came in uh... wasn't the gates but it was a uh, uh, it was a gate but it was had to do with the Temple of Baal uh, and they put it in the yes. park and you went there yes. and stood in front of that you've tried to point out to the people over the years of what's going on, I believe God's used you in this area, uh, you know, a little differently uh, than some other people that work in these areas of the prophecy and stuff, uh, especially by your background of being Jewish and and uh, your connections there. And uh, this book here, you know, you look at it, the Josiah Manifesto. I keep looking at Josiah. He was the last great king. He was it before everything went, you know, this could be the book that could change some of the things going on if people will get into this book and find out more about it. What do you think?
2: Yeah, well, that, that is it. Because this is the first time. I mean, I always, Mark, I always end up, well, along with the warnings and the revelations or the mysteries, I always end with hope. This one has more of the hope. Or what do you do, regardless of what happens to, you know, the world? I mean, one is to the hope to how do you change your culture? How do you transform it? But at the same time, whatever happens, the culture, there's always hope for God's people. What do you do? What do you do in the end time? So, yeah, it has more hope than any other. And, and, and one thing, Mark, I'm going to throw this in because this, I could not have told you this earlier if we had done this interview earlier, um, you know, in the, in the time since it came out. Um, it came out. The July Manifesto came out in, in September, not long ago, and yet it actually foretold, if you take the mystery in it, it actually pinpointed what would happen in Israel right after it came out. And, and I'll say this, I mean, because God, it was saying that God's on the throne, that's the whole point, but it actually, if you put the mystery together, it has to do with the 50 year mystery, it ordained or, or revealed that an attack would come to Israel, it would happen um, on uh, it would happen by it would take israel by surprise it would take place on a on a sabbath day it would take place on a hebrew holy day it would lead to war it would happen in october it would happen in the first saturday of october you know and it's exactly where we are and that is actually in that 50 year mystery when you take it you take what's in the book so i don't know how much else is in the book that's going to come true even the next election for the point is that your God, my God, everybody listening, your God, is on the throne. He's in charge. He's Nothing's taking him by surprise. So don't panic. Don't fear. This is your hour. And if the dark is getting darker, then do your thing. Do your duty. Shine and become the light of God, God called you to be for such a time as this.
1: Yeah, and thanks for reminding us that God's in charge. A lot of times people say God's in control, and I argue the point. No, man's in control, but God's in charge no matter what control man does. Hey, Jonathan, before you leave here, the Josiah Manifesto, the other stuff yes. you've done, tell people how they can uh, find out more about this. Yes,
2: yeah, the Josiah Manifesto. We just touched on a few mysteries. The Josiah Manifesto is you literally can get it, Anywhere, everywhere you get books. Um, the, uh, I'm praying people get it, as I said, not just for yourself, but get it for people in your life, those who need to be saved, because it's very powerful for those who don't know the Lord, but also for those who know the Lord that they be ready for what's coming, to be awake. Get it for people. You can get it everywhere. It's on, it's on Amazon right now. You can get it online or Christian books or Barnes and Noble. Even Walmart has had it, so it's literally everywhere. Also, all my books are everywhere, pretty much. Even uh, the Return of the Gods that we just spoke about, but also. So to get in touch with the ministry, we send out free gifts, free prophetic updates. Um, you'll be very blessed. It's Hope of the World, and that's the ministry to get the gospel out to the world. As all my teachings are on there. But if you could just remember hopeoftheworld.org, org and just go there, and you press hopeoftheworld.org, org, uh, click it. You'll get all the free gifts. You'll see all my teachings and all the messages there. And lastly, I'm on. Of course, I'm on Facebook and YouTube. Mark was was and actually I'm really blessed that you reminded me of, of the the thing that, that that spoke about what was going to happen in New York. i got to look at that again, so thank you for reminding me. But So we put prophetic uh, messages on uh, Jonathan Cahn, um YouTube and Jonathan on Facebook, but also there's a lot of invitation sites now that say it's Jonathan Kahn yeah. and yeah. it's not. It's got to say Jonathan Kahn official, and then you got the site.
1: Okay, well thanks for joining us today on Crosspoint.
2: Thank you. Thank you, Mark. Always a blessing.
1: Well, folks, that was a good interview today we had with Jonathan Kahn and Jonathan really does know the Word of God And the book I hold in my other hand here. This Josiah Manifesto really tells us about a lot of things that go along with the Bible and it's really nice to have somebody explain it that understands the Jewish culture being a, a Levite from that tribe of the Jewish culture and also being the pastor of the largest Messianic congregation in America Jonathan's got a lot of good insight but it's the Bible where we get it all from and folks the Bible's where you're going to get the best insights you can ever get in this life because it accurately will direct your life if you'll just follow it. The Bible contains the most important words you're ever going to read and certainly ever follow. Be sure and join us again next time as we again discuss issues that are affecting the church. Have a great week and allow God to use you for His purposes so that greater things can be done. Make your life count in God's plans for eternity.
0: I'm Mark Taylor. Crosspoint is a program produced in Studio 101 at KNEO Radio. Not all of the views on Crosspoint reflect those of the management or staff of KNEO. You may contact the Crosspoint program at 10827 Highway 86 East, Neosho, Missouri 64850 or by email crosspoint at KNEO.org. You can hear Crosspoint four times a week, Saturday morning at 1, Saturday afternoon at 2, Saturday evening at 9, and Sunday evening at 7. You can also listen anytime online at KNEO.org. Harper's Kennel of Stella, Missouri is proud to be sponsoring this portion of broadcasting on KNEO. Owned by Judy and Danny Harper, Harper's Kennel of Stella, Missouri specializes in French bulldogs. For more information, the phone number is 417 628 3083.
3: Never miss your favorite show again. For more than 30 years, KNEO has been bringing you great Bible teachers on a local and national level. And now, we've made it easier than ever to hear from these great men and women of God. KNEO's entire lineup is now available to listen anytime, anywhere, through our website. Go to slash podcast to see all the options. You can search for programs alphabetically, or you can select individual categories like culture, kids, leadership, or music. We even have a category just for locally produced programs, so you can hear from pastors and spiritual leaders located right here in the four state area. And All these resources are absolutely free. KNO's mission is to get God's word in front of you, and this is one of the ways we do it. Give it a try today. Go to KNO.org and click on the podcast tab to get started.